Hello, race fans. It is here. It is time. It is the Supercarts USA Super Nationals, 26th running of this fantastic event in Las Vegas, set to go in just a week's time. In fact, what, it's Wednesday right now. They'll be on track uh, just next week at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Again, Supercarts USA wrapping up uh, their 2023 season just one week away. My name is Rob Howden. Of course, David Cole and Nate Dean joining me here today. Uh, Dave, Nate, big one for us here. This is uh, essentially... Uh, our outlap, our first of two outlap podcasts, but we are going to go deep into all the uh, all the categories over two days. David, this is going to be an exciting week, I think. It is, yeah, and we're changing up a little bit here. We're doing a recording instead of doing it live. Um, obviously, everything's kind of moved up a week, so we just celebrated Halloween. It just snowed here yesterday, uh, so yeah, it's it's full supernats mode. So we're we're busy getting all the previews completed. Um, we just didn't quite have enough time, so you're watching this on YouTube only uh, and enjoying it uh, recorded so you can go back anytime you want. And, uh, yeah, so lots to talk about, and we're going to do four classes a day. And, and Nate, it's, uh, it's uh, two of the younger categories and then the old guys, which uh, me and Rob know all about. <laughs> <laughs> of course, and those two younger categories with micro and mini really being the two classes to watch throughout obviously scuza and the super nationals but throughout uspks and stars the cadet classes have been some of the ones to watch some of the closest categories we've seen so this is when it comes to prediction time it might be two of the harder classes that we have to choose from but definitely looking forward to these two at the super nationals in las vegas and of course the two masters categories in ka and shifter yeah, some obviously some great stuff, great numbers in, in all these categories. Uh, uh, KA Master, we launched it last year. It sells out again. Huge field in the Master Shifter class and great fields, David, as well in both micro and mini. Let's take the time, David, to do a quick one here and introduce the presenting sponsor of today, and that is Rawls and Performance Group. This is, again, the 64th episode of our ECAN Outlap. It is November 1st, and again, today presented by the Rawls and Performance Group. At the Rawls and Performance Group, we strive for ultimate success. We're more than just an arrive-and-drive team with countless wins on the national and regional level. Our focus is on complete driver development, and that is where the success is fueled. We combine one-on-one -on -one coaching, on-track instruction, and intensive data debriefing with unparalleled cart and engine prep. Our program will help you raise your game. We'll take you to the next level. If that's your goal, RPG is your next move. Experience the Rawlson difference. All right, David, let's jump into this thing real quick. Let's roll here. Again, for those of you who don't know, this is, again, the Supercarts USA Super Nationals. The event started back in 1997. It's the 26th running, the date, November the 8th to the 12th. David, we've been at different places before, out at the Rock Pile X-Plex, Motorplex, uh, what was it, Las Vegas Karting Center at one point, Race Kart City, a number of different names for the track out there uh, in Sloan. But we've been to the Rio. We've been, of course, to uh, Sam Boyd Stadium. We've had it at, at the Las Vegas Convention Center. But once again, this year, back at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Yeah, the second time we've been to the Las Vegas Motor Speedway, it was in 2021 that we ended up out to the north end of, of town and near the Air Force Base there, which is uh, iconic uh, after our, our week there in 2021 20, with okay. all the different uh, aircrafts and, and everything flying in and landing and taking off. It was, it was an air show all week long and it was great to see, uh, Chris Ortenberg, uh, kind of homage that with the, with the, the, this year's poster having, uh, the fighter jets in that. So really cool to see, 
Uh, but we are going to Las Vegas Motor Speedway, but not the same parking lot. That's the one thing that's changing this year. Uh, they're going from the the big parking lot we were in, which was on the outside of turn three of the NASCAR racetrack, and moving to behind the front stretch in turn four, where there is a another parking lot just south of the uh, the drag strip there. So uh, a smaller confine in terms of space compared to the the one two years ago. Um, and we're still kind of waiting to see what Scoos is going to do for a track. Uh, no track map has been released. Uh, we're still waiting for them to give us details about it. So we really can't talk much about the racetrack because we don't know about it yet. How long? We don't know. How many corners? We don't know. <laughs> like, again, normally this would be the opportunity for us in this show where we would kind of roll the track map out and talk about it a little bit. Uh, obviously, we're hoping to see it one week away before we are, we're on track. You know, we're going to be doing the track walk next Tuesday. So... I guess we're all just kind of waiting and hoping and, and, and looking forward to seeing that track, Mac, David. Yeah, I, I expect it to be a, a tighter racetrack because, again, we're moving into a smaller uh, area of parking lot that's going to be uh, utilized for the racetrack itself. Uh, the paddock is split up into essentially two different areas. Uh, there's like a, an area near uh, the, the, the front straightaway, and then there's an area uh, where a pit out is across the street, actually. Uh, from the parking lot that the racetrack will be in. So it'll be a unique uh, setup, um, something different, completely different than what Supercars USA has ever done. Uh, you know, typically we're all in the, the same parking lot. When we're at Sam Boyd Stadium, when we're at the Rio, uh, when we're at the convention center, it was all in one parking lot. So yeah. this is split up a little more, but I think there's still going to be enough room for everybody. I think it's going to be big. Uh, not they're probably going to be increased walking probably for for some because of the way the traffic map looks like. Uh, but again, a lot more will be learned uh, come Monday when you arrive and Tuesday when uh, when uh, when you get trackside. Uh, Nate, let's have a look at the uh, the schedule. One of the things, obviously, this is a, a different venue, different parking lot, a brand new layout. The last couple of layouts have been very similar. It's going to be a brand new layout, which we'll hopefully see soon. But one of the things that's, that's pretty much the same, I think, is going to be the event schedule. Yeah, not a whole lot of change that I has that have my my phone. Uh, Wednesday, kicking things off, you have four rounds of practice, about seven minutes each per session. Set up that will set up your qualifying group. Thursday, you'll have an additional two rounds of practice. That'll be seven, and then twelve minutes will be your final happy hour practice session. And you have qualifying five minutes per group. Moving on to Friday, you have a warm-up session, two rounds of heats, and that'll be to be announced on laps. Saturday, you have the same thing with warm-up and then one round of heats, including the LCQ at the end of the afternoon and the night group, the morning and the afternoon groups. And then finally, Super Sunday, you have the all-important warm-up and then the main events, again, laps to be announced. I can say from experience, David, how important the uh, happy hour session is, that final 12-minute session, especially if you're in one of these bigger groups. Obviously, they'll have split groups now. So you, you don't want to be in a slow group. That's one thing for sure. And that's one thing we'll watch on, on Thursday afternoon that, or Thursday at the end of each morning and afternoon. Those are going to be crucial sh sessions, those happy hours, to get in the right qualifying group. Well, not only – and Wednesday as well, because that's when they do the, the big split. So Wednesday, they'll do the big split. And then Thursday will be the secondary split within the group that you're, that you're actually in. Uh, so for the bigger categories, um, that's going to be the big one, you know, is Wednesday. If making sure you're fast at the end of Wednesday to, to be in the faster group, because then the fast group gets split up again, again, they have A, B, C, D groups that they're going to use for the bigger categories. Yeah. Um, and so you want to be either an A or B 
essentially to be one of the last people on the racetrack. So that that Wednesday, as always, at the end of the day is going to be crucial. And then, as you said, Thursday to be able to it's almost and again, like we see in a lot of other programs, you, you almost don't want to be the quickest at the end of the final practice because you're the last. Well, I guess they go the first guy, fast guy out. I, I always forget how they they line them up that way. So. Uh, so, yeah, it's again it's still setting up for qualifying, but again, we don't know laps. We don't know how long these laps are going to be. We don't know the actual lap duration is going to be or how many laps per heat race. So uh, there's a lot of factors still undecided yet uh, going in when you, when you're kind of trying to strategize for the actual race itself, but you got to figure it's going to be something similar to what we've seen before. So uh, the, uh, the event, well, because of Formula One, we've moved forward, right? So we're, we're, we're earlier in November, so it's, it will be a little bit warmer. It's a week warmer. The one big thing about this weekend, again, is the fact that, you know, if you're if you're in the morning and you're at, the, at night, there is a big swing in temperature, David. We're going to have some – it looks like the weather's going to be pretty good next week, but there will be that daily swing in temperature from the morning through to the session when it starts to warm up again. And probably a little bit more daylight as well, too, because – That's true. We're not as closer to uh, that December, what, 20th or 22nd day that is the shortest day of the year. So we're a week up. So we're going to get maybe a couple more minutes of daylight in the morning and a couple more minutes at night uh, for daylight. So that'll be helpful uh, in terms of, of Supercarts USA and their schedule, depending on where the sunset occurs. So it might occur at, at the end of the, the last heat races, you know, That's when true. we get into into um, to Friday and Saturday. So. So we'll have to kind of monitor that. We'll obviously be be, be tuning into or, or following uh, kind of that uh, in terms of weather. But yeah, weather app shows you know, uh, 70s all weekend or all week. I just plugged uh, no, it in my phone. I haven't even plugged it in the phone yet. So no, yeah, no good. precipitation. Uh, that's good. So it's it's the matter of wind. I think that's going to obviously be the, the biggest factor. And typically, what we get when we go to Las Vegas is how bad is the wind going to be? Is it going to be really strong or is it going to be mild? That's very true, especially out there too, right? It's not like we're covered by a lot of buildings either. So that could be interesting mm-hmm. when, we're, when we were out there uh, for certain. Uh, so, okay, as we do in all of our Outlap shows here, again, this is the first of two here for the, the Super Nationals. We run, have a look at by the numbers. Uh, last year, 578 entries. The year before, 486. David, 427 entries you have down here based on what we've received from Supercarts USA so far. Will there be, you know, at track entries? Normally there's a couple of cancellations coming up as well, but 527 is what we roll into this podcast with. That's still, that's big numbers for Supercarts USA. Yeah. And that's minus one class from last year. Again, we don't have the X30 master category. We'll, we'll talk about that a little bit more later when we get into KA master, but uh, that is, is one of the factors. So you figure there's 40, you know, entry is right there, give or take, you know, the guys who are actually coming and doing both. Uh, so we're, we're very similar to what we had last year. And again, that, that was kind of the worry was, are we going to be able to, to match that? Because it was the 25th anniversary last year. So a lot of people came for that reason, but overall, when you look at the numbers, it's very similar. And I think the, the boom, we'll talk about it tomorrow when we get in a K 100 junior, that's where the big boom was. So, um, but, you know, looking at the numbers that we have here, uh, for for the four categories we're going to talk about. They're very similar to what we saw last year. Not a lot of growth or not a lot of drop. You know, you're looking at two uh, less in micro Swift. You're looking at two more in mini Swift. So there's an even, even wash. You got five more in the master shifter, which is really good because we're 
we're, we're, we sold out of that category with 47 drivers and then that's a awesome. sellout in K100 Master with 45. So um, that's essentially what you want. You want now Mini Swift was opened up to the bigger to bigger uh, numbers, but they didn't they didn't receive any. So depending on, you know, cancellations late, it could be under that 50 mark. And I don't believe they're running the last chance qualifier uh, for that category. So the interesting um, thing, David, too, is let me throw this in here. I'll get your comment on it. Both of you guys, like if it's going to be a smaller racetrack, a, lo- a longer racetrack, you could run to 51. What's it going to be like if there's if it's 51 and it's a shorter, tighter racetrack, if there's, if there's not as much room, right? Yeah. So Mini Swift is not a, uh, a class that's going to run a last chance qualifier. So <clears throat> whatever they have is what they're going to have. So if they do have all 51, that's and the way the, the parking lot looks, it looks like it's going to be a tight racetrack. Now, it go. could be. You know, depending on the lap time, it might be long enough as of a lap to be able to hold all those. But I think the tightness of the racetrack is going to be a lot more than what we've seen in the past. So um, I think, Nate, the, the, the lap time is going to be the crucial part of that when we get the, the bigger fields all out there at one time. Don't you agree? Yeah, I was just thinking basically the lap time is going to be the deciding factor at the track that we've had the past couple of years, even though it is a street circuit, it has been pretty quick and fast and flowing mm-hmm. compared to other tracks. And if you make that a tighter, more technical circuit, obviously that lap time will go up and maybe you will be able to handle a little bit bigger numbers on the track than you have in years past without doing that LCQ. But again, ultimately it just relies on what this track will look like, what the lap times will be. And we'll just be waiting for Scusa on that announcement. Yeah, I think we're all kind of waiting here to see what's going to happen in terms of the track itself, track length, how many corners, and of course, estimated uh, t- lap times. So that's going to set the uh, set the the actual laps for the the heats and the races as well. So, folks, of course, we're doing this here on YouTube, but we'll also turn this into a podcast as well. So you're always going to listen to it on the EKN Radio Network or on our podcast as well. So right now, a quick little break. When we get back, it's time to dive right into it. We'll head in to micro after this break. For over 20 years, Greg Bell has been building race-winning power for kart racers. One need only look at his team, Leading Edge Motorsports. He's always built engines for his team, and the results have been wins at the biggest races in America, the Scusa Super Nationals and the Rock Vegas events. The name on this program, Mega Power. This year alone, Bell and Danny Formell teamed up to sweep the Rock Shifter class on the Florida Winter Tour, all on a Mega Power engine. If you want to win shifter kart races, it's time to put Mega Power on your kart. Mega Power specializes in gearbox engines, such as the TMKZ, Rock Shifter, and IME Shifter. But with almost three decades of engine building experience, Bell develops winning motors for X30 and Mini Swift and everything in between. The combination of Greg Bell's engine building skills and his chassis tuning knowledge is a potent mixture. Greg's helped catapult many drivers to wins over the years, including Mercedes F1 star George Russell, who won the Supernats 14 in 2011 with Leading Edge Motorsports. Increase your odds of winning at this year's Rock Vegas or Supernational events or throughout 2023 by calling Greg Bell today at 209-747-2613 to put mega power in your corner. It all started in 1994, when former successful kart driver Albino Perlin decided to move his passion for karting from the track to his small workshop. 
That's when Paralin was born. Fast forward 20 years and Paralin's passion for the sport led to the company rejoining international competitions as a factory team in WSK and CIK FIA races with the aim of enhancing the research and development process, immediately achieving notable results around Europe, North America, and Asia, becoming the CIK FIA Asia Pacific KZ champion in the same year. Parallel USA is North America's source for Parallel products, and we run a factory team at all of the major Supercarts USA and Rock Cup USA events. The Parallel chassis lineup for 2021 includes the Invader Shifter, the Le Mans Tag Single Speed Chassis for Junior and Senior Classes, and the 28mm Mini Cart for the Cadet Classes. Parallel has been winning races all over the world. And it's on top of the podium in the USA as well, with drivers like Kai Sorensen, Mateus Arjuela, and Alessandro de Tullio. Get on the chassis that's winning. Drive a Parolin. For more information, head to ParolinUSA.com. Acceleration Kart Racing is your first and only stop on the internet for carts, parts, and the safety gear you need to get you on the track. Visit shopakr.com for a great selection of karting equipment on a user-friendly website. Acceleration Kart Racing has aligned itself with many of the top manufacturers and distributors of the sport to ensure all the latest equipment is available to you, the racer. With over 20 years in business and customer support available six days a week, you can be confident about getting the right parts at the right price when you need them. Be sure to visit shopakr.com today or stop by their headquarters in Las Vegas. Make sure to follow Acceleration Kart Racing on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest specials and new arrivals. And we're back here on YouTube and on the EKN Radio Network. Rob Howden alongside David Cole and Nate Dean as we get ready to head to Las Vegas for the 26th running of the Supercarts USA Super Nationals this year out of the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Should be interesting. Always cool to see a brand new racetrack roll out as well. That's one of the things. People kind of got settled into a basic design that we had for a couple of years at the Rio. This one's brand new, so we'll see which drivers come out of the gate quickly on this one. But guys, let's jump into it here with Micro Swift, the first category that we'll kind of go into here today. This one's sponsored by Sony Racing USA. David, we talked about 44 entries, and one of the things we never see, obviously, in Micro is back-to-back -back winners. We could, but normally if you if you win, you're moving up to, to mini the next year. So a lot of the times, and in, in the case with this event, uh, start this class starting back uh, a number of years ago, we haven't had a repeat winner. No, we have not. And, you know, since it began in 2016, uh, we have not had a repeat winner. So the last couple of years, we had USA drivers Jackson Gibson and Keelan Harvick scoring the victories uh, in the last two events. But uh, it's been an international. You had Brazil, Great Britain, uh, Australia and USA. So four different countries uh, have won this race or this category since 2016. Uh, but again, like you said, a lot of those drivers move up the next year. Jackson Gibson actually moving all the way up to K100 Junior. So we'll talk yeah. a little bit more about that in tomorrow's show. Uh, Supercarts USA points. We'll have a look at those, obviously, from the Pro Tour. Maxwell Macho won the championship, so he's obviously going to try to see if he can't cap off a big season. Uh, Juan Diego Garcia Arce was second in points, back by 121. Josh Bergman, Colton Schneegenberg, and Liam Nachawadi, other drivers that were in the top five in the Supercarts USA Pro Tour points. You, we've mentioned already, David, uh, no former winners in the field. Uh, a number of different countries, though, this year uh, running in, in the micro category. Yeah, looking at our Supernat stats, we have six different 
uh, winners uh, from the over the, from six different winners in this category at the Super Nationals. As I said, uh, we have ten different countries represented in the field as well, too, uh, including uh, nineteen of those from outside the United States. Uh, and then looking at the at the field and and looking at last year's results and the results before that, only th- all we have thirty three of the 44 drivers making wow. their super nationals debut. So a very inexperienced super nationals field for the micro Swift this, this year, 75% of the field. <laughs> yeah. And you know, that's, that's probably going to be a big factor going into, into the, uh, the race itself. I think again, because of the youngest category, you're going to uh, a parking lot. Nobody's ever been to, you're going on a temporary circuit where a lot of these kids have never done before. Uh, so a lot of different factors going into this uh, this weekend for for the youngest category, and so I think I think those who have been at a Super Nationals before will certainly have uh, a little bit of an advantage, especially on Wednesday uh, when we get yeah. the first practice sessions in. We're just going to say, hoping for a really clean Wednesday, right? Just get out, calm down, get settled in, figure out the line, be smart, uh, guys. What do, we, do we want to just dive right into predict- predictions right now? Is that kind of the key, David? Do we talk about some of the drivers on the on the field? I would just go right into predictions right now. I mean, we can go into predictions and then kind of talk about you know, other drivers we didn't mention. If that if that's the the flow and and feeling you're getting, well, obviously Nate. Well, Nate's in a uh, in a uh, secondary location today uh, due to unforeseen office. circumstances. <laughs> so, Nate, Nate, what's your idea? Should we just get it right into predictions? Let's just hop into it. Yeah, as well. yeah we'll, fill, we'll fill in the gaps after. Okay, so predictions we have done. We're going to start with Nate Dean. So out we're, of the we're, gate. So Go. what we're doing is we're going in order okay. of who scored the best last year. In this category? So in this cat per category, yeah. So let me pull that that up. So last year, uh Nate Dean scored five points to R3. So Nate has uh honors on this score. He actually uh got fourth place correct uh in in this and got only but only one top five where we had three top five uh drivers and just didn't get the position correct. So let's look at this. So 33 families are new to the Supernats in this yeah. category, right? So those of you who are watching this right now may be new. This is something we've done for a number of years. We kind of pick our own top fives. David's come up with a point, kind of a point total to find out who ends up winning the the, the whole overall weekend based on picking the, the exact positions, how many in the top five. There's a bunch of different things David puts points into. This is kind of like a, a, an inter, inter-team battle here, but it's also fun. Who won yeah. last year, David? Overall, we'll yeah. uh, we'll get in. I I won overall, of course. Come you on did? now, I go I go to more events than all you guys. So you uh, it was close. Though. Probably, yeah. It was twenty seven points for me, twenty twenty four for Nate, and you only had sixteen. So wow, I sucked. Um, I mean, you didn't suck too bad. You had sixteen top five. Uh, so you had sixteen drivers in the top five, which is pretty good. I had twenty one. Nate had fifteen. So Nate actually struggled on that. So Nate got the bonus points. That's what helped him out is he got the guy, the driver in the correct position. In the right spot. Yes. Right. So, right. you know, again, you can, you could be the worst at picking the drivers in the top five, but if you get them in their correct position, you can end up second behind me. So. Wow. All right. Well, listen, Nate kicked their butts, both of us, both of us in this cast. Let's get started right yeah. now with Michael. Here's our predictions. Yeah. Nate, let's get Nate's uh, graphic up there. He can run it, run us through it. So kind of goes back to talking about what you were saying a couple minutes ago about the experience of the field. We've been talking about this since really the Scusa winter tour earlier on in the year. And a lot of new faces have shown themselves on the podium at 
USPKS at Skuza and Stars and really just trying to go for overall who's been up there the most and then add in a little bit of Supernats flair to it to see who gets where. Have Maxwell Macha going on top on that Saudi Racing USA machine. Josh Bergman, Parker Ives have both had really strong seasons, especially Parker, then Zane Burgess, and Juan Diego Garcia-Ars in fifth is my top five, whether it is right or wrong, hopefully <laughs> right for me, but it's the Supernats. Anything can happen. That's so true. Well, so it, true. it's interesting because I talk about experience, and I believe only one, now two maybe? Yeah, two of your top five have supernational experience. That would be Parker Ives and Juan Diego Garcia. So, uh, so you're going mostly Nate off of experience on the season. Correct. That's the only really metric you can go off of for such a inexperienced class. You're right that there's a handful of drivers who have had experience in mm -hmm. the super nationals in this class, but just with how compact it is and really with the skill level going up and up every year in these cadet categories, I think most of the drivers won't have too much of an issue adapting to what should be a new track for everyone. Yeah. I don't, I don't disagree with that. David, you're up next. Yeah, I'm up next. So we'll go right into mine. Uh, I'm going with experience, both Super Nationals and the season. Uh, he didn't run the Scusa Pro Tour this year, but dominated the United States Pro Kart Series uh, all season long, going four or five in victories. Uh, Parker Ives is going to be is my prediction for the Micro Swift victory. Uh, I have him over Maxwell Macha. Again, Maxwell was the top challenger to, to Ives all season long. Obviously, the Scusa Pro Tour champion, so that, that puts him in that uh, position. Uh, Juan Diego Garciaris in third, again, a driver with experience at the Super Nationals, did very well this season, uh, was just at the uh, the Rock Vegas uh, event this past weekend, did very well there. We talked about Macha. Macha actually won the race, so uh, so he's got that going into the Super Nationals as well. Uh, Liam Nakawati uh, is uh, another driver with Super Nats experience, uh, did fairly well throughout the season as well. So the Texas driver, I have him in fourth. And then my wild card, again, you always got to throw in a wild card because it's it's the Super <laughs> Nationals, and that's Connor Lipka. Uh, Lipka won the Cup Carts North America Grand Nationals, did very well at the U.S. Trophy Final in Rotax competition. Uh, so we'll get to see if uh, maybe he could be my one driver that hasn't had doesn't have any uh, Super National experience finish in the top five. So yeah, that's, like that. yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. I like that. I like that. I'm with you, David. You can throw mine up here now. So this is Rob Howden's picks. You and I are very, <laughs> very close, David. Very close. Um, Parker Ives was fifth last year. I, I do believe there's a little bit. I think the experience of the Supernats kind of plays a bigger role, um, especially on Super Sunday, right? Uh, I know that the racing we've seen in this micro class all year has been so much fun to watch. We get these lead packs of four or five guys, and it's these guys right here, right? Throw the Colton Schneegenberg in there as well, who's not actually racing this year. Uh, I don't didn't see him on the entry list. So so for me, I'm going to go with experience. I'm going to go with the guy that dominated USPKS. Parker Ives is my pick to win as well. I think Ma Maxwell Macho will be right there. Garcia Arce, of course. Uh, I, I just like what Josh Bergman was able to do. He was able to win on the big stage earlier this year uh, with Sodi. So I think Bergman's the guy that's going to be in the top five, top run. And I go with Liam Nachowati as well. So we're, we're all very similar, I think, in the guys we expect to be at least in the lead group, right? How, how they shake out on the final lap, we don't know, but Super Sunday, Super Sunday. Should be fun. Yeah, I, I, you know, 
I like all, all three lists, you know, um, talking about uh, Colton Schneegenberg, I believe he's racing in Europe at the WSK program. So uh, I believe that's why he's not at the Super Nationals this year. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's there's a number of different drivers. I like I like the Burgess again. Uh, I like uh, the Bergman. I like throwing those those two drivers in because they've been kind of there all season long. And as you said, um, so, and again, it's it's super nationals. There's going to be other drivers that'll probably pop in that we haven't really been following yeah. or yeah. just kind of surprise and, and come in and, and be able to perform well. And I will say this because we've just given out our first predictions. If we didn't pick you. You don't have to hate on us when we get to the racetrack. I, I like it. Bring it. We're here to provide you with motivation. <laughs> Bring it. I, some, I, people, some people don't want to get picked. They thrive. I, I actually factored some of that in some of my picks, yeah, too. Yeah. I was All like, right. man, I, I want this driver to do good. I'm not going to pick him. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a little bit of having that uh, having that mark on your back for sure. All right. I, we I are, think you have more of a curse than I do, so. Maybe, maybe. Announcer's <laughs> curse with predictions. Yeah. That's it for Micro Swift, uh, brought to you by Sony Racing USA. David, do you want to go with, is there anybody else we should bring up? Like, there's a bunch of guys I that we didn't pick that I thought, you know, could could have a shot at potentially being in the fight just because we've seen them throughout the weekend, or out the year, rather. So, you know, guys like, guys like Pasha Ali, I think, could be up in there. Byron Borman is a driver we kind of saw in the middle of a fight on, on uh, you know, numerous occasions as well. Yeah, uh, Cam Becker, uh, the Colorado driver. Uh, Cade Casper, the Texas driver uh, yep. with GFC and trackside karting services. He just won at the IKF Grand Nationals. So uh, those are a couple Pax, names. Paxton Romero. Paxton Romero's Paxton got Paxton Romero's another one as well, too. Yep. So uh, I believe Paxton was one of the top uh, challenging America's drivers. So micro driver that was competitive against the mini drivers all season. All right, folks, let's go to another break. We get back after this and we're going to jump into mini swift. The Performance Racing Industry Show, the three biggest days in the business of motorsports, is returning to Indianapolis this December. Featuring the newest parts and technology, access to countless manufacturers and service providers, and virtually unlimited opportunities to network face-to-face -face with industry leaders, the PRI Show is where the racing industry gathers under one roof for three days in December. If you're in the business of racing, you have to be at the PRI Show. The show takes place from December 7th and 9th at the Indiana Convention Center and is a must-attend. Live racing action is coming back for 2023 with the PRI eCarding Classic presented by Top Kart USA. Races will take place daily from December 7th and 9th in Lucas Oil Stadium. Visit PRI2023.com to learn more and register today. Race you there! Fast, fair, and fun. Ignite Karting offers you all of that at an affordable price. Ignite Karting utilizes the spec Margay Ignite K3 with a Briggs & Stratton 206 engine and a Hoosier R80 tire. Everyone in the junior, senior, and master's classes compete on the same Ignite K3 chassis, which puts all the emphasis squarely on driver development. Additionally, Ignite Karting is accessible at the local, regional, and national level. Special events for the 2023 season include the Ignite Majors, which begins with the annual trip to the Daytona International Speedway as part of the WKA Daytona Kart Week as part of both the sprint and road racing events. Those in the Midwest can enjoy the regionally based Ignite Challenge, 
which just finished up a record-setting season in 2022. Local club programs have also been established in other states all across the country, from Idaho to Texas, Nebraska to New York, with more tracks and clubs joining the Ignite Karting program. Be part of fast fun and great memories with Margate Racing at an Ignite track near you. All information on Ignite events and Ignite Kart packages, including dealers in your area, are available at ignitekarting.com. Get off the couch and out onto the track in 2023. Ignite Karting, fuel your passion. In racing, experience is priceless. Franklin Motorsports is a leader in the karting industry with over 50 years of combined karting experience and we can provide you with everything you need to go racing. With a large online product selection, select track support events, and a wide variety of shop services, Franklin Motorsports is your complete karting source. Check out our online store at www.franklincart.com where all our products are just a mouse click away. We're constantly adding to the growing product selection on the online store and we ship daily to ensure products get to you quickly. We specialize in IAMI engines, tilt seats, ceramic products, driveline branded products, Briggs & Stratton engines, OTK products, and of course, the championship winning Merlin chassis. In our online store, you'll find a variety of items to fill your karting needs. Franklin Motorsports is also known for our wide variety of services and is home to innovative engine works by FMS our in-house engine service department. Frame straightening, cart prep, and dyno testing are all services offered regularly at Franklin Motorsports. For all things karting, visit franklincart.com. And we're back at it here with episode 64 of the ECAN Outlap, our preview podcast, which will wrap up this year's ECAN trackside live coverage. We are, of course, going to be heading to the Supercar USA Super Nationals. I leave uh, for Las Vegas on Monday. David and Nate coming in on Tuesday. Coverage, of course, will start the minute we roll in there. And again, this broadcast is first Outlap brought to you by the Rawlison Performance Group. We're jumping in now to the mini Swift category, the class at the track, sponsored by Trinity Karting Group and Kart Republic. Guys, 51 entries. And again, uh, it's interesting that we only have one Dave former winner in the field, but you look back at some of the former winners, Michael McGoy last year, Enzo Vidmontian, Kai Sorensen, who was a top runner and cadet for many years, Brent Cruz, Connor Zilich, Thomas Naveau. The three of those drivers we're seeing with tons of success in big cars these days as well. So uh, this mini Swift's always been a really, really good field. Yeah, Cruz and Zilich, both with victories in Trans Am competition this year. Uh, Thomas Naveau racing up in Canada, a lot of the, the sports car stuff. I believe the Pinty Rookie of the Year, NASCAR Pinty Rookie yeah. of the Year as well, too. Uh, but you got also look, you know, again, Tag Cadet started uh, back in 2010. That's when we brought the division into the Super Nationals. And the inaugural winner that year was a kid by the name of Pato Award. I believe <laughs> he's doing very well, along with the following year. Uh, a kid by the name of Logan Sargent. Um, I believe he was just racing in Austin, wasn't he? Yeah, and he's got Formula One points now. Yeah, 100%. He does, he does, yeah. So, with Logan Sargent, yeah. Back uh, in the day. Yeah. So a lot of cool drivers that have been in this category have been able to win. And, you know, uh, what I believe this is the 13th year of essentially having cadet racing uh, or tag cadet racing at the Super Nationals. And so we'll have 
maybe a 13th different winner, but we've had 12 different winners over the past 12 editions of the Super Nationals. So that's pretty cool to see uh, when you look back at a lot of the winners. Um, you look at the, the, the 2023 season and the Scusa Pro Tour and the points championship, that went to Lucas Palacio. He was able to score a championship by 14 points over Marco Romero, uh, Travis Pettit in the third position, 45 points back with Ashton Woon fourth and Royce Vega in the fifth spot to round out the championship podium. So a pretty stout championship podium, top five very good drivers in the 2023 season. Yeah, this is this is a pretty epic program. I, I'll, I'll just say this. I'm sure you guys would say the same thing. I had so much trouble <laughs> picking this year, especially this category. There's just so many drivers I think that come up, could come to the forefront. And I always say this. We pick five drivers. It could literally, in some of these categories, be five completely different drivers in the front, just depending on how they kind of roll out to start this thing. Uh, all right, let's have a look at the uh, the Mini Swift predictions. Looks like David was able to take the win last year in the category, so he'll lead things off. Yeah, it was a uh, it was actually a tie, but I'm giving since I sc- scored best overall, uh, I'll take the first one. But me and you tied with two drivers in the top five, while Nate only had one driver in the top right. five. So that's the recap of last year. So we'll show my predictions for this year. And I believe we are all living in Lucas Palacio's world. And yeah. at least in 2023, uh, the kid has three Scusa Winter Series wins. He's won at the Scusa Pro Tour, earned the championship, earned the championship United States Pro Kart Series. I believe he also won the Stars Championship Series as well, too. So uh, why not add a Super Nationals victory to cap off a amazing 2023 season before he, I believe, is looking to go and race in Europe next year. So Lucas Palacio, number one, the driver who's been there all season long and just hasn't been able to get that victory, Marco Romero. I think he's going to be there all week long. He could probably even be the top qualifier. I think uh, he has the ability to do that. Uh, so I have him in the second spot. Last year's winner, Michael McGoy, I think you got to go with the history. Nobody's repeated. Some some drivers don't even have the chance to repeat, so I think that's part of it as well too. But I'm going to go with Michael McGoy in the third spot. Uh, another driver who's been there is Royce Vega. Him and uh, Marco Romero under the Team Bennett tent, uh, they've been very close. Uh, I think Vega's got to win uh, on the season, so I put him in the fourth position. And then count, coming in fifth, will be Alessandro Trucheau. I think the Scusa Winter Series champion has done a lot of racing in Europe. It's going to help him at this year's Super Nationals. I think he's going to be very quick right out of the gate uh, with Paralyn USA. And uh, that is my top five. That's pretty strong. I don't think that's, uh, I think there's lots there. Let's jump over to mine here now. This is my oh, pick. Hold on. I got I lost it. I got to add it. <laughs> that's Keep right, talking. Dude. I might've deleted it. There we go. You bring it back in. Bringing it in. Bring it on down to Podiumville, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So pretty pretty much the same up top, Lucas Palacio as well. Not surprising. I think he, as David has already illustrated, has been so good this year, especially coming down to the final couple of laps, which I think this often is a, a kind of a battle at the very end uh, where you have to have yourself positioned in the right place, take advantage of whatever happens. And, and Lucas has been able to do that. Even if he's fallen back to second or third, he's been able to somehow work his way back to P1. And so I think he's going to be obviously the guy to beat coming out of the gate. Everybody in that camp, I think, understands it. I'm going to throw Travis Pettit in for second because there's a possibility, I think, for these two teammates to potentially work together up front. Maybe they pull away. Maybe they don't. But I see Pettit on a really strong upward curve in terms of his development and his racecraft. So 
I'm going to put Travis Pettit P2. Michael McGoy, of course, the winner last year. Um, I think he'll be, he's been up front all year long. My, my next two, I think, are a little bit, little, obviously a little bit different than David Max Christie, I think. It's his turn to kind of work his way forward. And I, I like Ashton Woon to be in the uh, the top five as well. I don't know if that's really even a, a wild card, but, you know, Woon has a good weekend. I, I think he's going to find himself up front. So I like the fact that, David, you and I aren't quite exactly the same. We've got some different guys. I did look at Alessandro Trucheau because even though we haven't seen him much this year through the season, obviously the kid's got a ton of talent and could be in the top five as well. But I'm going to go Palacio, Pettit, McGoy, Christia, and Woon for my top five. Yeah, and I I believe I had Christia in my top five last year, so I left him off this year because he 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 let me down. He finished sixth last year, so <laughs> so I can't I can't put him back in. So wow. <laughs> wow. I'm harsh that way, right? Uh, even though they're kids, right? Um, so uh, the only thing I thought about Woon, the only thing that held me back is he's coming off uh, a broken hand or yep. a broken arm. So yep, I know um, he is making laps now. Uh, so that was the only thing that kind of kept me off. Um, Keep, uh, putting him in so i believe in him there you go all right nadine what do you got something a bit bold compared to you guys Woo! Uh, Luke Palacio is still there but i'm gonna go with the iami grands winner from this year in mini swift cameron marcia who's had a pretty good season at he ran micro last year at the super nats was just outside of the top five but for his maiden super nationals ran pretty good for my reckoning he got on the podium at rock vegas last weekend had a really strong weekend and also dominated in the route 66 sprint series for 2023 obviously not the strength of field that you'll see at the scusa pro tour or the united states pro kart series but still to put on that level of dominance weekend and week out says a lot about Cameron. I'm going to put him on top, Max Christie in second, Troy Ferguson third, Lucas Palacio, someone as you guys have been talking about, who has had an incredible 2023 season. It's obviously hard to win uh, the USPKS, hard to win at the Pro Tour, but to do all three and include the Super Nationals in the same season might be a bit too much, but obviously he's going to be one of the drivers that can have obviously do that and then royce vega will be in fifth for me rounding out my top five nate dean swinging for the fences on us david <laughs> yeah well you know that's why he's picking last today and, and, because he, he messed up last year but uh yeah the marcia thing is uh that's yeah. you know as you said he's coming off podium at rock vegas so that's big momentum for him going into super nationals it says hey i can be up here with these guys uh, I, I might be able to do it. You are, you already had Christia in there. So I think the only wild card aside for him is the Troy Ferguson. And again, that's another driver to include as well. Yeah. Uh, he is a, a mini rookie as well. Uh, coming in, finishing third in micro last year and then ninth the year before that in micro. So, uh, two top 10 finishes in micro division at the super nationals. So, could he keep the streak alive and get in the top 10 as again this year in mini? So we'll have to see about that. So uh, that's uh, that's some interesting picks uh, for for our for. So it kind of spreads out the uh, the uh, the uh, the opportunity and numbers that could happen for us. And here's why I had so much trouble, because I'm going back to the spreadsheet here that, that I went kind of we were going through the, the entry spreadsheet. Right. And, you know, none of us picked Tristan Murphy. He finished 10th last year. Right. Another year yeah. older. Tristan's been in the hunt for a bunch. So look at Tristan Murphy. Uh, we didn't pick, we didn't talk about uh, Marco Romero. Oh, no, we did pick Marco Romero. Somebody did, right? Did anybody pick Marco? I don't yeah. think they did. Or David, did you? I did, yep. 
Okay. Marcos, Marco Samet as well. Uh, mm-hmm. A couple of good runs at the Rock Vegas event for Julian Sanchez and Braden Wagner. A couple of guys I think could be in there. Uh, Rocco Simone, Fionn Shi. It's just these, like Luca Popescu, Jackson Porter. Like there's so many kids that could get in the groove. Again, this is the end of the season, right? We always talk about the progression of drivers through the year. This is that last race of the year. Everything they've learned all year long, this is where they can lay it, lay it out. So that's why there's so many other drivers, I think, in this mini class that could be the ones that step to the forefront as well. And I think about 20% of them are micro graduates. So that's yeah. one thing about this field too. You have a, a lot of young drivers in the field. Uh, you have a lot of first-time super national competitors as well as 24 drivers of the 51 are making their first super national start. So that's a big factor. Uh, and again, 19 drivers from outside the United States racing in this uh, in the field, representing 11 countries. So uh, field, a very young field. Uh, but like we've continued to say, a lot of these drivers have at least three years under their belt of racing. So uh, so they come in with uh, with with a lot of with a lot of uh, experience already. But yeah, just you know, there's a lot of different names that we that we let off. You know, looking at international drivers, uh, you have Noah. Noah Baglin, uh, a, cart, a British driver. He'll be on the Cart Republic. And then another, uh, you always got to look at Fusion. Uh, something about the Fusion Motorsports, uh, they produce good drivers. You have uh, deep, I, I can't read it. I can't see. Dieter, Dieter Kreeft. Or is that, is that how would you? Starts with the last name K. Oh, yeah. 136. Yeah. D- Maybe Didier, Didier Kreeft. Didier Kreeft. Yeah. From the, I, from the Netherlands? Yeah, those are kind of names that step out, you know, um, yeah. looking looking at some of the results from from Europe and, and stuff like that. So so they could be factors as well, too. You know, we we look at, at pre- previous winners. You know, we had obviously uh, Patricia Ward from Mexico. We had two Italian drivers uh, winning in 2014 and 2013 as well. Yeah, Giuseppe, so, Giuseppe Fusco and, and Leonardo Marsaglia. Yeah, you're yeah, right. So. Yep. Um, you know, maybe, you know, we've had a good long string of USA drivers winning this category. So maybe we'll get an international or even a Canadian as well. You know, a lot of Canadians coming down. All right. We're two down, two to go. After this break, we'll get back and jump into Master Shifter. 47 drivers packing up that Master Shifter group. It is going to be a fun to watch. There's a bunch of new drivers coming in that one of these guys could have potentially picked. After this break, we'll go Master Shifter. It's a multi-time world champion, and it's a Supercarts USA Super Nationals winner. It is Sodi Kart. And starting in 2023, the Sodi brand has found a new home here in the U.S. Sodi Racing USA is the new exclusive importer of the Sodi Kart chassis line under the karting distribution banner, led by industry veteran Terry Germanovich. The French manufacturer Sodi Kart is a leader within the karting industry, offering a wide range of products and services. The Sodi Racing chassis line offers product in classes from Mini to KZ, all based on years of development and championship seasons around the world. Sodi Racing USA has already begun establishing its dealer network, working with the Karting Collective on the West Coast, and recently signing PK Sport to serve as a dealer and the official race team on the East Coast. Visit Sodi-Racing-USA.com to learn more about the Sodi Kart chassis line or call 954-634-5111 to become part of the Sodi Racing USA Network today. Sodi Kart, the world leader in the karting industry. 
Are you ready to go from carts to cars? Since 1975, the Skip Barber Racing School has taken great drivers and made them champions. Today, we're proud to welcome the next generation of winners. Make the transition from carts to cars with the Skip Barber Formula Race Series. You'll compete at the most iconic tracks in America. Race weekends include your very own equalized Formula 4 race car, a professional crew, expert instruction, video and data analysis, hospitality, and more. This is the place to fulfill your dream of becoming a champion. Sign up today by calling 866-932-1949 or visit us at skipbarber.com. History, success, family. Those are the three words that can describe Comet Cart Sales, one of the longest tenured carting businesses in the United States. The family-owned operation located just outside of Indianapolis has provided carts, parts, and services for thousands of racers in the near six decades of business. Their online store features everything you need, continually adding new parts to their product line. From full carting packages, new engines, spare or replacement parts, and safety gear, find it all at CometCartSales.com. Their Comet Racing Engine service has won multiple major events and championships over decades of karting and continues to offer the best trackside service in the industry, specializing in IAMI X30, IAMI Swift, and other two-cycle power plants. Make sure to head to CometCartSales.com or call them at 317-462-3413 to be part of the Comet Cart Sales family today. So back here for episode 64 of our ECAN Outlap, our preview podcast for the Super Nationals for Supercarts USA coming this next weekend at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Master Shifter preview right now, sponsored by Peterson Wealth Management. 47 drivers, as we talked about in the group. Uh, it's been Master Shifter. It's been G1. It's been S4. It's been G2. You go long way back. Uh, it, this is always, Master Shifter has always been a big part of the Supercarts USA program, going all the way back to the very uh, you know, very like second or third year of the pro tour. Uh, David, let's have a look at fat past winners because the last five are guys that could win. Even if any of them still came out, they could still win. Antonio Pazonia Jr., Joey Wimsett, Matt Hamilton from New Zealand, Rob Logan, and Ryan Kinnear. Those are five guys we've been watching for how many last, last 15, 20 years. They've been up front running on the at Supercar uh, Supercarts USA races. Well, Pazonia, not so much. We haven't seen no. him except for last year, the last but the four. other ones, you know, yeah. Wimsett, Hamilton, Logan, and Kinnear, yeah, for sure. Uh, for the last 15 years, you know, the 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 Kinnear one, it was it was you know that was an emotional victory. Logan, emotional victory as well too. Both trying so hard to get a super national victory and were finally yeah. able to do that. Hamilton, a dominating performance. I believe he's got two victories at the super nationals, so that was his latest one. Uh, and then Joey Wimsett, we knew the new kid in town for the Masters division, he was going to be able to, uh, to to be there. And so it was good to kind of celebrate that after winning the big one back in 2013 when he was a, one of the first drivers to record a $10,000 payday. That's uh, it, yeah. So that was a very memorable weekend. So, uh, But yeah, um, again, the, the categories kind of come back again. You know, we, we looked at the numbers, they were... They were kind of dwindling at one point. Now they're back. You know, it's a sold out category at 47 drivers. Um, you have uh, 12 drivers representing 12 different countries. So it has an international feel to it as well. 
But the good thing is, is the core of the racers are in the United States. So one of the questions was when we put the preview up, where are these numbers at the pro tour? Yeah, so, right. yep. you know, hopefully we'll, the, now that we're, we have kind of the platform back stabilized, maybe we'll see these numbers kind of grow back for the pro tour uh, in master shifter. One interesting thing about this class too. Well, Kate, while the pro shifter is all KZ this in, in master shifter, you can run a KZ and you can still run the IME SSE 175. So there are going to be a bunch of drivers out there with that 175. We'll see whether or not that track plays out to the KZ or does it play out to maybe the 175. That could be a key mm-hmm. uh, who runs up front. Yeah, that, that, that could, that could be very well the deciding factor again, brand new racetrack. So, you know, that's been the thing the last couple of years, it's been the same layout. So everybody knows kind of like the gearing that you're going to yeah. be at. Yeah. The track surface is going to be different. So you kind of have to adjust the, the chassis setup to it, but you know what the engine's going to do and performance wise. So with this brand new track layout that we have no idea what it's going to be, but a, a very smaller uh, parking lot area for the racetrack, who knows what, what, what engine is going to come out and be the, the engine of choice in this category. Speaking, we didn't have a, a huge uh, turnout during the Pro Tour this year. Luis Keone is coming away with the championship. Robert Fiege in second, Michael Gouache, Ken Schilling, and John Crow rounding out the top five. We did have a pretty good group of drivers at the Summer Nationals uh, there at Newcastle to cap off the season. That was pretty pretty solid to watch. David, you, you gave us a bunch of different notes here. Uh, five former Super Nationals winners in the field, one Master Shifter Super Nationals winners. But I like the, the age of the eldest driver in the field, 65 years young. Uh, for me, that's awesome. I love seeing that. Yeah, and that would be uh, Michael Gouache, uh, yeah. the California driver. Yeah, he's still, man, that guy pounding. Like, you, you see the Billy Clevelands and, and, uh, and you know, the Tom Gerstners we're going to talk about in the next category. Uh, they're driving single speed. This guy's racing. This guy's shifting, you know, 20 times, if not more, every lap. Like, he is just physically in shape ready to go and uh and he's and he's you know in a field like this he's gonna be possibly in the top 15. i think so and that's the amazing that's the amazing part about it is despite his age he's got the speed to be competitive i'm realizing that my picks are not going to be going first at all today so obviously (laughs) in these four categories I was not stellar. I, would, I don't even. I, I may not go first at all based on the way things shook down uh, last year. David, I think you're the first guy out of the gate. You couldn't even give me the one last one when I we tied for the best one. No, yeah, no. Yeah, it just didn't feel right. I, so, yeah, I can imagine. All right, David, so we'll, okay. yeah, I'll go first. <laughs> oh, let me get this. There we. Oh, there we go. Uh, so yeah, I had to go with the world champion. Uh, he he earned the world championship title this year. De, mm-hmm. da, Davide Foray with the KZ2 master title uh, this year, uh, the second year that the FIA karting has been able to, to host that program. And he was able to, to, uh, to score the victory this year and add to his four world karting championships uh, along with a, another gearbox title to his credit. I believe his gearbox title came in 2004 so it's been nearly 20, it's 19 years since he won that last one. So uh, he was one of the fastest drivers last year. Uh, engine issue plagued him at the uh, in the main event. Uh, so that dropped him out of the race early. Uh, but I see everything going his way. If he's able to do it at the World Championship, he can do it here at the Super National. So I put him P1. P2 is the story of Master Shifter. Jordan Musser, he's won five Scusa Pro Tour titles, but never a Super Nationals victory. 
I still have him not winning a Super Nationals. I have him placing in the second spot. Hopefully a better week for him because last year he had the tire go down in, or in qualifying, which made him come from the back in every heat race. He drove up to finish P6 in the main event on Sunday. Uh, so I have him better than that, but a second place for the third time in his career since 2011. Uh, third spot, Brian Keck, uh, one of the top contenders last year. I think the GFC shifter cart is super fast. I think Keck is one of those that'll be uh, fast all week long. He had a uh, incident at the opening lap. That was one of the craziest opening laps of the uh, Super Nationals last year where we had a number of drivers involved in a wreck and Keck was one of them. Uh, I hope I have him uh, in the third spot uh, having a cleaner week uh, this year. Fourth is my rookie of this master shifter category, Robert Bedozo. Uh, a multi-time WK champion. It's been since 2015 when he finished fourth in S2 that he's raced at the Super Nationals. Now, mind you, he does do some racing here on the side once in a while, so he's not completely out of shape. My uh, teammate from Brazil. I mean, what's from, that? Uh, from, from, from my teammate from Bermuda. There you go, yeah. So, uh, uh, so yeah, I have Robert uh, finishing fourth, duplicating that result from 2015 in his Master Shifter debut. And then, as I said, the GFC cart, cart is fast. Jonathan Vitolo, he was one of those that was there last year in, con, in, in contention until contact took him out. I have him in the fifth position. It's tough. It's so tough. I, uh, all right, flick it over to mine because uh, we have a couple that are the same, a couple different. So uh, I'm with you with Davide Foray. Uh, he looked so good last year. Obviously, he was running both master and pro shifter last year. And I just think if he, if, if he stays clean – the KZ uh, champion, Masters champion, is going to be the guy to beat. Antonio Pazonia Jr., I'm going to move him into the second spot. Obviously, very strong anytime he rolls out. We know how good he is. He kind of went head-to-head against Musser last weekend at the Rock Vegas event and came out ahead there. So I'm going to put Pazonia into second, Musser third. I think all three of those drivers could win. I'm with you on Vitolo. He uh, obviously started off the season with a championship at the Challenge of the Americas but there wasn't a huge field for him to battle with there. He's got better and better. The GFC guys are super strong. And then I wrapped up with a, with a friend of mine, a friend of ours, be, only because Skitchy Barnes has always seems to be there. He's been in the top six the last three years, third last year, fifth the year before and six back in 2019 uh, running with the magic cart guys. He really is strong when it comes to a street circuit or a temporary circuit. And Scott just knows when he rolls into these races, he's going to be good out of the gate. So if, if he gets out strongly, I'm going to put him there. Badozo is one that I definitely looked at and I struggled a little bit, you know, not going for Brian Keck and like, you know, that same thing with Joe Rook. He was top four last year. Um, you know, just look at even a guy like John Crow. He's been in the top 10 for the last, I don't think he's been out of the top 10 in his races for the last seven or eight years, you know, six or seven years. So there were so many guys I had right around fourth and fifth, David. Uh, but I went with Vitolo P4 and Barnes P5. Yeah. You know, I left Pizzonia out. I, it was kind of a gamble because I was figuring you were going to put him in and, and Nate was <laughs> going to put him in. We'll see what Nate's is in a minute, in a second here. Uh, yeah, and then the Barnes, I left him out as well too. Uh, again, a, a lot of different drivers we could we could kind of mix in, but yeah. so it's kind of a, a Vegas gamble. I mean, that's essentially where I, I went. But yeah, we, we both agree on the 4A. So we'll, we'll see what Nate's got here in uh, right now. Boom! So the strategy of put it into a random assortment generator with names last year didn't <laughs> quite work out for me. <laughs> so we're going to try a bit more of an educated guess. And 
Obviously, I think you have to put Antonio Pizzonia Jr. up there in that top five. I have him winning, obviously, off that Super Nationals victory last year. Davide Foray, one of the strongest drivers in this field, have him running second. I think it will be close between those two. We've talked so much in the past couple of minutes about how talented Davide is, and he will obviously be a threat uh, that weekend. Jordan Musser, I have in third. Scott Presti, fourth. And Derek Wang, who we see so much in the Masters category, especially in X30, I have in fifth. Obviously, with them taking away uh, X30 Master, it will be a bit difficult for him, I presume, because I'm not sure how much shifter racing he's been doing in the past few years, but he's one of those talents that you obviously have to put in to a top five like this. I'm not 100% confident with this because obviously you guys will have a lot more knowledge, especially in the master categories than I do because we haven't had a lot of master shifter racing in the past year for me to pay attention to. So good point. might be right, might be completely wrong. We'll just have to see come Sunday. <laughs> well, Nate, Nate, I will help you out. So Derek Wang has two shifter starts at the Super Nationals back in 2013 and 2014. He finished six back in 2013. So it's a possibility. Now it's been nine years since he's probably raced a shifter. So yeah. yeah, that, that, that might be, again, that's a good wild card. That's a good wild card to have. Hey, and the other good wild card, Scott Presty, he was P five last year. He was on the podium last year. We, neither you guys, neither uh, me or you, David picked Scott Presty, but again, he's yeah. been to the podium before and was good there. So yeah, those are, those are good picks. I like, that's a, that's a good shakeup. I think to try to buck the system, you know, pull that end run. Yeah. I think the crow, I think crow's a good, possibility as well you know you you got you put in Barnes. i think joe rook is is joe another rook, as well you got pristy aj Noud, a former winner that's one of our former winners he won in 1999 in the s2 category so a lot of these kids weren't even born yet when he won at the <laughs> super nationals you know who i put as a wild card could have been could have been a wild card would be justin kelly as well on the justin kelly is is a good wild card uh yeah. you know he made his super nats debut last year finished 11th it was still kind of i think even on sunday after the race he was still kind of in awe of where he was you know what i mean so i think maybe this year it'll be more focused and and getting getting that uh getting into the top 10 i think more consistently so that could be a big a good possibility for him as well too um let's see yeah we had 12 drivers outside the u.s so I think Foray is probably and and Pizonia are the kind of the international drivers to really watch on that front. So so one I'll throw one I'll throw out there is Luis Keown is obviously winning the championship for factory carts. We'll see how he's able to do. Don McGregor, David, a guy that we've covered for many many years on the Italian Motors camp. I spoke with Don at Portland during the IndyCar weekend. He's coming out to race as well this this coming weekend. And a, another driver from up in the North Pacific Northwest, Rusty Lingle. We'll just throw Rusty's name out there. I think he'll be a top 10 guy potentially. Does a lot of winning up in the Pacific Northwest. So we'll see what he's able to do. Just another name I figured we'd throw out there. Yeah, those are three good kind of wild card names. Patrick O'Neill, another one. Again, you know, if they get 100%. that, if they get the CRG working under the Ron White tent, uh, that could that could be a top 10 contender as well, too. And another great person to see back, Daryl Tunnel. Coming back, Team Vizalia, yeah. uh, coming back and racing uh, at the Super Nationals again. So uh, again, this is a this is going to be a great category to watch again because there's a lot of familiar names, at least for me and Rob. <laughs> Not yeah. so much for Nate, but Nate. You're going, uh, to, well, you're going to school, Nate. <laughs> he's going to school every year. He's getting yeah. better. He learned the random random randomized uh, list was not good this year. 
yeah, steering steering clear of that at least for this class. <laughs> well, once, you know, you should. Once you we get into still, the senior classes, you could still do that for like maybe you should do that for all nine categories just to see what it, what it does, and we kind of it'll kind of almost be like the uh, the uh, the wild card pick for for the robot it, picks. Yeah, see if it, it can do it better would, than us. Yeah, it would be really embarrassing if it did better than myself or <laughs> any of us. Guys. Any of us, no doubt. Okay, folks, one more break. We get back. We'll wrap up this uh, first edition or this first segment, uh, the installment of the Outlap for this year's Super Nationals. We get back. It'll be KA100 Master. Top-level production with a focus on a single form of motorsport, karting. This is MG Tires. MG Tires USA, underneath the Vantage Karting Group banner, is the official distributor of the MG Tires brand for the United States. MG Tires are the official spec tire in the U.S. Pro Kart Series, Route 66 Sprint Series, Sunshine State Karting Challenge, and countless clubs across the country. No matter your compound preference, MG Tires USA has you covered. Whether it's the medium SH Red or the soft SM Yellow that you find at many karting events in the U.S., or the Super Soft Green SS and the Intermediate White IZ Optional Compounds, MG Tires USA has your winning set of rubber in stock. Indoor and outdoor rental facilities can now trust MG Tires with their solution to long-lasting and the best performance with three different compounds available through the RL line. For more info about MG Tires USA and its extensive list of dealers near you, check out their website at mgtiresusa.com. MG Tires, for the drivers. Made in the USA. It's not just a statement, it's the mission at Factory Carts of America. Led by four-time Supernats champion Billy Musgrave, Factory Carts manufactures their frames completely in-house at the Riverside, California facility. Built and designed from the ground up specifically for the American karting market, Factory Carts brings new innovations and solutions that are long overdue. Factory Carts bring together the highest quality materials to produce a high-performance, long-lasting cart that has been designed and perfected from three years of development, with a focus for a big push across North America in 2023. No other karting manufacturer stands behind its product like Factory Carts does, providing a two-year warranty on all their frames. Do you remember when American-made meant innovative, original, stronger, faster, and just plain better? Well, American-made is back. Contact Factory Carts today to join the American-made movement. Learn more by visiting factorycarts.com or email Billy anytime at info at factorycarts.com. CRG is one of the most iconic brands in karting, and we're primed and ready for the 2022 season with new material and a never-ending focus on winning. CRG Doordam is the North American distributor for all CRG products. Based outside of Houston, Texas, CRG Nordam supports CRG dealers across the continent, reaching every corner of North America. The CRG KT5 is our new chassis for tag and shifter racing, and it's been designed specifically for the U.S. market. The KT5 features 30mm construction with a 32mm front loop to increase front grip. CRG's new Ven 13 brake system is cutting-edge technology with a master cylinder that allows for pressure regulation within the system. Drivers can customize brake pressure to their own requirements to improve feel and to avoid brake lockup. The cart is finished with new KG 507 
508 bodywork that has refined aerodynamics and reduced weight. For cadet drivers, the 2022 CRG Black Mirror is already logging positive results to start the new season. This chassis will be making big waves in 2022. Longtime CRG drivers will be happy to know that the CRG Road Rebel, the standard in quality and performance, is still available. With four cycle racing enjoying consistent growth in North America, CRG's FS4 chassis is the ideal choice for racers in Briggs and Stratton competition. From pure racing to karting entertainment, many tracks, both indoor and outdoor, have made the switch to the CRG Centurion rental cart line. Five different models for both gas-powered or electric engines can fit any track's needs for a new rental cart fleet. CRG Nordam has a full inventory of rental carts available for new and existing facilities. For more information on the CRG product line, head to www.cartcrg.com and to inquire about a North American dealer near you, please email us at info at cartcrg-nordam.com. Welcome back to this edition of the Outlap, episode 64. This one, of course, the first of two focused on previewing next week's Supercarts USA Super Nationals, the 26th running of the event in Las Vegas. We're going to jump now into the KA100 Master category brought to you by International Motorsports, the sponsor this year. Uh, I had a chance to race in this class last year and had a fantastic weekend. Elected not to run this year, but just focus on commentary and, of course, the coverage we'll have on ecardinews.com. Uh, but I'm thrilled to see David another full field. This is what I'm talking about. Uh, in this category, K100 Master, I love it. I think it's a great class for guys, you know, 30 and up. And of course, for myself, 50 and up as well. But 45 entries, Martin Stone, the inaugural winner, and he'll roll in here definitely as a driver to beat for sure. Yeah, he comes in as a defending race winner, inaugural winner. Uh, has the ability to repeat, obviously, coming in, scoring victory last week at the uh, the Rock Vegas event. Uh, so got the momentum going in his favor again. Uh, but this year's field is going to be completely different and a lot more competitive, in my opinion, because we don't have the X30 Master category at the Super Nationals this year. So we have a handful of those drivers coming over and running this category rather than just running the X30 Master division. So we did have some crossovers like Renato Yadar David, who did both, uh, Laurentio Mardan, who did both, a few other uh, top drivers. But the names that are coming over and doing this category this year are are just, I mean, it helps add to the former list of, uh, or the list of former winners at the Super Nationals, because this year we have four former winners, including obviously Martin Stone, but three that have won in the X30 Master Division before. And one of the interesting things too about the Scusa Pro Tour this year, David, was the fact that we had drivers kind of pick and choose a couple of races. Tom Gerstner ran uh, the full series, but Michael Garrido ran the, floor, the, the Winter Nationals, Clay Settles did the Summer Nationals. So really only one of the drivers from the top five in points are in the field from this year's Scusa Pro Tour. That's the champion, Tom Gerstner, uh, Michelle Garrido, Clay Settles, Pistol Pete Vetter, and Mario Barrios. None of those four drivers uh, on the at least entry list that we have right now. Yeah, uh, we, we, well, we confirmed that Barrios is not racing at the Super Nationals this year. So uh, he re just raced at the uh, IAMI Warrior Final in Portugal, finished in the sixth spot in the Master Division. So congrats to him on that, just uh, missing on the podium there. But yeah, those those other those other three drivers are not there. But so Tom Gerstner, the eldest driver of the Super Nationals at 67, uh, will be uh, representing the, uh, the Pro Tour number one. He'll run the 401 on the week. 
So we busted on Nate a little bit for his random general uh, randomizer of picks, but he ended up winning this class last year. If he's going P one, he he is going P one. He he was a uh, he had we all three of us had three drivers in the top five. So right. good good for us. Unfortunate part is is Nate correctly picked uh, the third place driver, which I believe was Lorenzo Mardan, if I recall correctly. Looking at yeah, Mardan. So he got Mardan in the third spot. They so honest. Nate, Nate has the honor on this, <laughs> on this category for, for the uh, predictions. Well, roll it out, Dave. Let's get this, let's get the graphic up. So I think you could call this a bit of a safe pick for the top <laughs> set. Ben Cooper has been competitive in K senior competition, especially any master competition. He knows how to get it done. The super nationals won it in 2018 and X 30 senior, I believe I'm right in saying that category but um other drivers down renato jader david is one of the talents in master racing not only here in america but really worldwide miguel mir maybe didn't have the super nationals he would have wanted last season but i think he'll be able to come back and get a good result here martin stone have p4 a little bit of a demotion from last year's running and then kip foster I have in the same spot that he finished last year in fifth. Last year in the X30 master division. Yes, an X30 yeah. master division. There you go. So, yeah, you're looking at your list. You have all four former winners at the Super Nationals with Cooper, Renato, Yadder, David, Martin Stone, and Kip Foster. Kip Foster, the four-time Super Nationals winner. He's won uh, 2014, 2015, 2018, and 2019. Uh, in the X30 Master Division. So this is actually his first time in the KA Master 100 Master Division at the Super Nationals. So that that's that's uh, I think that's going to be a familiar pick, uh, especially at the front, because if we transfer uh, over to, to my selections here, uh, it is Ben Cooper on top. I have him winning his third Super Nationals. Um, you mentioned the 2018. It was 2013 that he got his first Super Nationals victory. Rob, do you remember what category? For who? For Ben Cooper? For Ben Cooper, 2013. I'm going to say probably DD2. There you go. Correct. It was DD2 go. category. Yeah. Uh, the one time that division ran at the Super Nationals, because our the Super Nationals actually followed the Rotax Grand Finals, which was held in NOLA Motorsports Park for the mm -hmm. first time ever on U.S. soil. Uh, Cooper ran there and then came over and raced at the Super Nationals to win a ticket to 2014. I believe that might have been in one of the years he won uh, the grand finals as well. So I have the former Brit driver, now Canadian, winning with the Australian in the second position. That will be Kip Foster. I think Kip understands the KA division because it is called Carding Australia Engine for a reason. It was <laughs> developed for that country. Uh, so they have a little bit of an upper hand, I think, when it comes to the KA division. But uh, Foster is an amazing driver. I think he's going to be right there uh, all week long to be able to finish in the runner-up position. Renato Yadar David, again, amazing talent. Anytime he's at the racetrack, he's he's racing for podium. I have him on the third position. Uh, so again, he has what one, two, three, four, five podium finishes in a row at the Super Nationals, including two last year with two runner-up finishes. So this year, I have him in third. I have defending race winner Martin Stone in the fourth spot. Again, you come in as the defending champion, it's very tough to get that back-to-back -back victory. Uh, he's going to come up just short, finishing in the fourth spot. 
And then I went essentially all international, even though Martin Stone calls the USA home. He is a British native. Uh, I went all international. I, I threw in Matthew Waters, uh, an Australian who races the KA category down in Australia. Uh, he's racing under the Rawlson Performance Group tent. Uh, Rob Howden knows exactly how fast those carts are. Uh, he learned firsthand. He drove it to a top 20 finish when it was probably a top five cart. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I, I, you know, I never met, I've never met, met him. Uh, but, uh, I put Matthew Walters in, uh, in the top five. All right, David, uh, rolling it. I like that. We're going to see a lot of the same names, obviously, because we, there's guys we know that are going to be the front. We've talked about these guys being, uh, being former champions, former winners here at the Super Nats. Uh, we, we're all, it's three for three. We're all going Ben Cooper for the win. I got Kim Foster for, Kim Foster for second as David, as David did. <clears throat> like, just look at that battle up front. You got Martin Stone in there as well. We know how good he is on the, on the, uh, on the temp circuits coming off the Rock Vegas win as well. He's going to be strong. I think Stone's going to be a guy to, to, to beat Cooper, Foster, Stone. Lauren Tumardan was unbelievably good last year as well. Uh, we talked about the fact that he finished third. Nate picked that one. And I think he'll be in the fight as well. And then Renato Jadar David. So, I didn't go anywhere crazy in terms of, hey, this guy's coming out of nowhere because I think you, you got to stack the deck with some of these guys. This field, this K Master field is so deep. We'll mention some other guys when we're done here. But at the front, we, we just got some of the best drivers we've seen at the Supernats, right? You know, Cooper, Foster, Stone, Mardan, Jodder David. This is, uh, guys, this is going to be a, a barn burner up front for sure. I mean, essentially, you're international as well, too, if you count Mardan, uh, you yep. know. Born outside of the United States, now Romania. living here in the U.S., Romania. So, yeah. uh, so you went international as well. I'm going to go back to Nate just to kind of confirm uh, all international as well too, because we're Miguel Mir. Where did Lynch from? Were there? I mean, well, <laughs> <laughs> not I mean, really. Let's be real. I mean, let, again, Miguel Mir, Martin Stone. They they live in in Texas, so they're essentially Americans. Uh, what was the different one that you had? Oh, or just Cooper's Canadian. So, you know, in a way it's still North America, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, that's interesting. All three of us are all international drivers. Uh, for me too, there's, there's a lot of great stuff. Let's have a look deeper into the feet in this grid here, David, in this entry list, because there's some really cool guys kind of talk about a little bit that we've watched, you know, you got some of the, the younger Americans, not say younger, but guys that we've watched for, for many years that, that have raced here again, like, like a Nikki Coelho. You know, I think he's going to be a guy that will be in the top 10. Carlos Calderon, if he gets rolling quickly, Carlos could be in there, right? There's a guy that was normally front, front, you know, front half of the X30 category, but he's been running up front in X30 as well. So Carlos Calderon, I think, is a guy that could be one to watch. Yeah, you got Car, uh, Carlos Calderon, uh, Nicky Coella. Uh, there's, yep. a, there's a good group of under the Franklin 10, including Coella, Scott Kopp, a two-time USPKS champion. Uh, TJ Neville's making his Super Nationals debut. Uh, so they Westige as well. So Franklin Motorsports coming in with a good group. Bobby Kelly was one driver to watch last year. Uh, I'm not sure if it was something that happened in the main event or the heat races, but he was fast all week long and just had bad luck. It wasn't able to get up front. So he actually finished 16th. So I think he had to drive himself from the back or got wrecked in uh, what was a chaotic opening lap there for you guys last year on Super Sunday. So Trust me. I think that that's one to watch. Uh, Morgan LeBaron, uh, for high five performance, uh, out of Texas. Um, he's, he's been able to run quick down there racing with Miguel, Miguel Mir as well, too. He could be a factor for a top 10 result as well. 
Uh, Gary Glanger, a driver on a red speed out of Dallas, ran the number of the early Super Nationals as a uh, as a track magic driver. Uh, was on a Burrell for a while too, I believe. But and actually, I think he ran for Champion Racing on an intercard as well for a bit there for Gary Glanger. So good to see Gary back. I know he's got a lot of experience running Spec Racer forward in the SCCA. Uh, a couple of cool stories: Brandon Ward, uh, an Army veteran, going to be coming out here. The son of motocross legend Jeff Ward is going to be coming to race with Leading Edge Motorsports. Uh, how about Casey Cook? Inspirational story for sure, racing with cystic fibrosis and just wants to be back out in the go-kart. What a great story. I'm working on one for a story on him that will run before the end of the year. But great to see KC out there as well. Uh, here's a guy I think that could be top five. And I actually really looked at potentially putting him in there, David and Nate, that's Tim Meyer. Um, Tim Meyer's got this. He gets collected. Every once in a while he gets collected, but he's got so much raw speed. I think Tim could be a top five guy. I think it was him and Mardan that got collected in a wreck at uh, Rock Vegas last I week saw that. during yep. one of the heat races. So uh, he, I think he finished top 10 in the uh, Rock, Rock Expert Plus category uh, at the Rock Cup Super Final event a couple weeks ago. Another driver coming back to the Super Nationals to watch for, Nick DeGraff, uh, the Dutch yeah. driver racing for Mike Manning Karting. Uh, so you got Kelly and DeGraff working together. That could, that could be a, a lethal duo. Uh, and the K100 master field. Very true. So there you have it. Predictions for four of the categories in the books. Guys, we're done with this first edition of the Outlap. Of course, back with another show. If you watch this one here, make sure you watch the next one as well. Uh, but guys, that's it. What do you you feel good? You feel like we're out of the gate strongly here? Go ahead, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have a lot more confidence in my micro and mini predictions. I'll put okay. it that way. Masters, not too much, but yeah, could go either way. I mean, I'm not confident in my KM Masters predictions, but I did well last year. So who knows? They look pretty good. We're all kind of in the right, yeah. in the wheelhouse, I think, right? You never yeah, know. I, I, they're all pretty similar, you know, a couple a couple different ones. So it'll help mix up the points. Um, yeah, these four categories, again, I don't think anything's clear cut and dry. Yeah, maybe Ben Cooper might be the probably the best favorite. Out of these four categories, maybe Lucas Palacio after that, uh, in terms of, of if you were to do odds per category, yeah. I think those are probably, probably be the two highest, uh, because look, look, who, look who Cooper's going up against. Like, I, I know God, that's Foster's won four times. Mar yeah. Um, Yonder David's won every major ma masters race you win. That's crazy. Yeah, but it just seems like every time Cooper jumps in the, the master category, he's like the quickest driver. Now, last year, Super Nationals, he wasn't, which was which was shocking. Again, I think everybody expected him to be able to dominate that that race last year, and he didn't. So um, there were some tire issues last year too. Remember, some guys were complaining about the tires. And tire there were last year. there were maybe he was watching you too much and learning what not to do. So it's possible. <laughs> It's possible. He wasn't watching any of my video. I guarantee you that. Oh, uh, thank God. You know, you know, you don't need, don't, don't kill him that way. All right. Um, folks. But yeah. You know, it's, um, you know, across the board on these four categories, it's going to be fun to, to see how they develop as the week goes on. Yeah. No doubt about that. This is going to be fun. Again, this is just the start of our coverage. We'll, we'll be uh, live. As we said, I'll be there uh, Tuesday morning at the track. We'll get rolling from there. David and Nate rolling Tuesday evening, so we'll be back on for Wednesday through to the to Super Sunday. Full coverage, all the stuff we normally do. We're going to add a couple of little extra things in as well. Looking forward to what should be a fantastic 26 running of the uh, Super Nationals. Again, this is just the first of two installments of the Outlap. There'll be another one coming. Uh, Dave, when when, when's, when's this one going up right now? Anyways, it's going up tomorrow? 
So this is, yeah, this will be up on YouTube on the second, and then we'll get the uh, the second one up a couple days later, either on Saturday night or Sunday uh, morning. So we'll, Very again, cool. we're, we're kind of, this is new, so we're kind of just playing with it and making sure everything works right before we <laughs> confirm what days they're, they're going to be That's published. Right. So. Uh, you'll see the links on all our social medias, obviously. Exactly that. So follow the social media as we always do. We'll be leveraging that big time for the race. Uh, of course, we will be streaming the live audio as well. If you don't want, if you can't connect with the the, the Cart Chaser live broadcast, which I'll be anchoring alongside Henry Bodet and Mike Smith, of course, Xander uh, Clemens as well. We'll be streaming the live at ecartynews.com slash live or ecartynews.com slash radio. Follow all of our, our social media. The hashtags easy way to search for things. EKN at Scusa. Uh, hashtag Scusa Super Nationals, has, hashtag Supernats26, hashtag Vegas, hashtag Carding. Uh, we'll be putting all those up on our social media. Again, uh, myself, David, and Nate will be back again for another show. We're going to record that tomorrow on Thursday. Uh, again, this is just getting things underway for this year's Super Nationals, folks. Hope you enjoyed this edition. The predictions are started. Start milling them around. I'm sure there's going to be lots of discussions. We're going to be right. We're going to be wrong. Let's see if I can do a, maybe do a better job this year. As long as I win, that's all that matters. Uh, here we go. I let Nate, I think Nate's <laughs> going to be stronger this year, David. He didn't use the randomizer. You had to, Is, <laughs> if he if he can get more top fives, like that that'll easily put him ahead of me. All right. Well, we'll see how it all plays out, folks. Thank you too, for, so much for tuning in. We appreciate it. We're underway with this year's Super Nationals coverage. Thanks for tuning in. My name is Rob Howden. Bye for now.